my I want to do my version of um of uh, what's his name Bubba from Forrest Gump. <laughs> what's uh, your version of Bubba from Forrest Gump? So like you know people come to work and be like oh yeah may I help you and they're like oh yeah I, I I want some I want some chicken and I just want to be like. What kind? I got a lot kinds of chicken. I got barbecue chicken. I got general <laughs> social. I got hot chicken. There's, there's a lot of chicken. I got chicken tenders. I got regular chicken. I, I got, got pop, chicken balls. Pop, popcorn chicken. There's a whole bunch of chicken. And just see if they even realize it. Wait, is that? And you know what would happen after you go through the whole list of 87 different types <laughs> of uh, chicken style. One person would be like, do you get chicken wings? I, that was the first one I said. <laughs> you stupid fucks. What is going on today? Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me, as always, Spencer, the Newcastle Nasty Man ooh, Church. Ooh, that That's kind of closer yeah. to your actual heritage. Yeah. You seem like an English folk, Englishman, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, or a Scotsman. Yeah, I actually, my grandfather on my dad's side had was pr- pretty Irish. I said Scots. I didn't say Scottish, Irish. Scottish, Irish. It's, they, it's a they, different country. They, but they both wore kilts, don't they? Don't lie. You're a Welshman. I might be a Welshman. I, I spend money like a Welshman. <laughs> Do they spend a lot of money? No, they, I don't think they spend a lot. Well, Any I money? Welsh, Welsh being Welsh, you know, because they say you're, uh, well, you're like a Welsh when you're not, when you're, it's kind of like a cheap, isn't it? No, that's a Welch. Well, yeah, but Welch, Welch, it's close you're enough. You're just making up things. I am. I'm a writer. That's what I do. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Speaking of writing, we have a topic for you. Our topic today was going to be about stealing or plagiarism. But I'm throwing an audible here because apparently we already talked about this on a previous episode. whole episode wasn't dedicated to it, but there was a good chunk, which pretty much was all the topics I wanted to talk about because I didn't plan out the episode at all. And, and anyways, we can we can wait a little bit longer to go back to that well, like another fifty yeah. episodes or something. We can we can double back to that. I feel like at some point we're just gonna do all the episodes over oh, again. Yeah, maybe yeah. better. And also, I feel like the uh, the stealing's not gonna stop anytime soon. No. So it'll be there. Unfortunately, there'll be more stories. Oh, today we got a magical episode. A topic neither of us should be talking about because I don't write magic stories. I, maybe maybe a little hint, but this is more like urban fantasy, I yeah. would say. Because this, from our brothers from another mutter... Mutter. 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 Gotta tell you, mutter. That turned like a fucking... I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who wrote this. Let me see if it's even a dude before I say that. I mean, say, I, the closest we've... We haven't really done too many magical. If anything, we maybe done supernatural... Right, right. Would be the closest thing. Supernatural. Yeah, definitely supernatural. Okay, this article, a sister from another mister at your uh, pen in the pad. I like how they have the little editing sign yeah. at the top there. Peninthepad.com. And this edit... What the fuck? By motherfucker. Man, I butchered this intro. We're just going to start completely over from scratch. So anyway, you like... Chicken fried chicken, popcorn chicken, chicken on a stick. I'm surprised we don't have chicken on a stick, goddammit. When I was in school, there was a kid 
And I still say it to this day, and I don't know what it means, but he went around the lunchroom one day in like the third grade, and he just kept screaming at the top of his lungs until he had to be apprehended by the, the faculty. He just kept screaming, chicken on a stick smells like fish. And he was super offended by this idea. And I don't know, I still to this day don't know what that means. I have no clue. <laughs> on your deathbed, you're going to be like, chicken on a stick smells like fish. Oh. That's going to be my rosebud. That's the last words that come from my mouth. And it's going to be a big mystery that everyone has to solve. Chicken on a stick smells like fish. But it was so weird because... Like, as, you know, as an adult, if somebody, even in high school, somebody said that, I would be like, oh, that's a, that's a sex thing, right? Yeah. But in third grade, I no. wasn't. It's like, what the fuck are you talking? Chicken on a, what does that mean? And we didn't have chicken on a stick. At, at best, we might have had chicken patty sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. There was no chicken on a stick. This is, anyway, getting back <laughs> on the topic. From uh, Pen and the Pad. Pen Pad. Um, by Maria Magher? Magher? M-A-G-H-E-R? Magher from Maria Magher. This, I don't like that this article doesn't. Oh, it ha, it clearly has a topic and it's underlined at the very top, and I'm just too stupid to read it because it's uh, I don't like the font. I don't know if you see that font, I don't care for it. It's like too light, yeah, too light, too faded, too stiff. How to write magical realism. So, this is probably one that we might actually benefit from because, like you said, we've written some suspense, horror normal like literal literary fiction type stuff but we have never really dived into the magical realm yeah um like heavy fantasy i don't really read hair of the dog our last book of the month book was uh magic based but it wasn't i would say that maybe that was magical realism or urban fantasy yeah i could could see that being i would not read a whole bunch of urban fantasy i could see that you know i would think that'd be urban fantasy yes 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 let's see what miss maria has to say on the topic magical realism is a genre of fiction that blends elements of the extraordinary or miraculous with everyday life it was made popular by latin american writers in the 1940s but it has been used by writers across cultures and time periods i did not know that the Latin American writer started magic. I, w- I wish she would uh, name some authors there that we could have checked out. I didn't know that, but being that, getting that information brought to you, I guess, isn't that surprising because their culture always has had like a strong root within, like, um, you know, they have, um, oh, what's the thing like with the, the Day of the Dead, dead or... and like and like all that, those different kind of things and and stuff like that. Plus, so. you think like. Even Aztec culture and things yeah. going as far back, they always had, uh, you know, kind of magical elements to their culture that you, you think of when you think of those things. That's why most movies that are based on those are always, like, kind of magical or supernatural, at least. Okay. Magical realism differs from fantasy novels, which create whole new worlds or create a whole new vision for the world in which we live. Instead, magical realism presents fantastical elements as it as if they are another aspect of our reality. You could incorporate magical realism into a short story, novella, or longer novel. Um, what was that Will Smith movie? I think it was on Netflix. Oh, uh, it was like... With, um... Yeah, I know, he was like a cop with an orc. Joel, was... What's his name? Joel, uh, fucking something or other. He, uh, he was like a blue... He was like an orc or something, wasn't yeah. he? Like, kind of a Lord he, of the Rings it was guy? Like, it was, like, directed by the guy who did, um... 
Suicide Squad, I think. Yeah, that was I want to say, like, Birthright or Birth... No, that's birth, not correct. Birth something, I thought? I don't think so. That was actually a pretty good movie. I never got around to watching it. I, it was something I wanted to check out. I just didn't get the chance to. Well, uh, let me check real quick on the old internet. Did you see that new movie he has coming out? Yeah, that actually looked really good. I thought it was going to be stupid. Uh, Gemini Man. Yeah. But he, he, he played, he's like old grizzled Will Smith fights men in black year like uh men yeah. in black will smith i would say almost younger than he almost looks younger than that he yeah he kind of looks fresh prince yeah he kind of looks fresh fresh pinch age yeah it looks uh quite interesting here bright oh bright bright yeah i remember it was a real stupid name all right choose a realistic setting Magical. I, by the way, when I do the the voice, <laughs> no, not the voice. When um I go back and like edit these, usually I don't really cut anything or for the most part. So when I do like those hard, just jump into the thing, it sounds like there was just a hard cut in there. <laughs> so when I just immediately go from like whatever nonsense we're talking about to choose a realistic setting, you're just like it's kind of jarring. But I actually don't edit those. It just sounds like that because we're just not that good at talking. Yeah. <laughs> we're not good at the words. The words and the things and the saying stuff. Look, we usually do these on the weekend when I'm off, so I got a little more energy. I worked all day. My brain's a little frazzled. It's a Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Anyway, choose a realistic setting. Magical realism is set in the everyday world, so you should choose a setting for your story that is based on an actual location. You should not create a new world for your story. If you want to create your own town or place, it should be modeled after a real place with buildings and people that you might find elsewhere. The setting can be at any time in history. However, it should not be in the future, which should be considered a fantasy setting. I did not know there were so many rules for this. Yeah, I mean, if I were to ever do kind of like a fantasy thing, I think it would have to be the urban fantasy. I right. just, I just think if you go full board fantasy, at least for me right now... That's just, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's that's, that's more than I want to do. That's a lot of work to make something realistic and, you know, get it to where it needs to be to be good. Well, this might actually be the place to start because unlike the even the urban fantasy, you're not creating, as according to this anyway, yeah. towns or city. Like, you're basing things off of reality. So, I would say maybe a World War Two Hitler's Germany... And you just throw magic into events that already happen. I mean, even have like have some kind of magical story take place in like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now, like even now, you know. I'm sure it's out there. Define a thematic event. To guide your story, you can first decide on a thematic event that will influence the plot. For example, in the short story, A Very Old Man with Enormous Wings by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, a man is discovered with tattered wings. The rest of the story focuses on characters' reactions to the man and how he influences their lives. Similarly, you can choose one fantastical or extraordinary event to guide the rest of the action in your story. The main event should reflect a theme such as change or faith. This kind of gives me uh, um, just the description of this genre, I suppose you could call it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Birdman, yeah, Michael Keaton movie, because that seemed like it had magical elements, but you never really knew. Like, the way they ended that movie, you weren't actually sure if he was all in the guy's head or if he really was a superhero. So, that that's kind of cool how uh, you can incorporate some stuff. 
Create reflective happenings. Many times the miraculous or amazing things that happen in magical realism actually reflect the emotions of the characters or the theme of the story, like metaphors. The difference is that these are events and not just descriptions. For example, in Like Water for Chocolate by Laura Esquivel, the main character cooks dishes that cause those who eat them to feel what she is feeling. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. That is kind of cool. So if she is feeling amorous when she cooks, they soon begin feeling amorous as well. You can infuse your story with these types of reflective events instead of one controlling thematic event. All right, let's just fucking side scroll here. Hi, Mindy. How you doing? How you doing? Getting the dog some peanut butter. Lucky dog. Mindy has been smoking the stickiest of non-cannabis weed I've ever seen. That's ridiculous. No THC, but it smells skunky. <laughs> it smells a uh, Peppy Le Pew-ish, may I say. Well, you you don't have the kind of job where it matters if you go in smelling like a fucking <laughs> grower. Dirty hippie. You dirty goddamn beatnik. Damn now, if anybody in this room should be drinking a French, it's that lady <laughs> over there. A French. What's that? You don't need to know. Is it wine? No. It's cocktail. Spencer's favorite cocktail, oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Keep on walking, lady. All right. Where was I? I was going to go on a tangent, and she came in making peanut butter for the dog. <laughs> Started talking about smoking the herb. I don't know. <laughs> this is a family show. 420 episode excluded. <laughs> Two episodes excluded. Uh, oh, I like that idea because imagine, like, you're super horny, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you cook for the Eat little- these brownies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Oh. Or, like, here's a better idea that's not fucking perverted. You, Spencer Church, okay. who does not like his job and probably most of his co-workers. Yes. Pretty accurate. Imagine... You go into work, you're getting shit on all day, you're super pissed off, you hate everything. Call one of your least favorite manager over. Hey, you gotta try this cookie. This is so good. And then she eats the cookie, and then all of a sudden, she's you just ruin everybody, yeah. like, the whole workflow. I just the, <laughs> ruined their whole day. Everybody's just so pissed <laughs> off. It'd be great. And then you can see, like, everyone just start to physically change mm-hmm. and just melt down into the ball. Because we have years and years of the abuse built onto us, so... We kind of got a hardened skin. Yeah. And thick bones. These people, are, they're just going to fucking implode. Yeah. Like a, a black hole just sucked them in and spaghetti them. And to be honest, that's what they deserve to, if I ever offer them anything to eat and they take it. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a dumb get. move. <laughs> that's what they get. Don't eat anything Spencer gives you. For one, if he said he cooked it, definitely no, don't eat it. I, but if I cooked it, I wouldn't even eat it. <laughs> no. No, that that is... Ooh. You're going to have a bad time. My cooking skills don't go past the microwave. No, I've seen street food in India that was healthier than what you're giving out. Like, it's more hygienic. Yeah. All right. Experiment with time. Oh, you know what? Oh, I want to hit another point before I go on. This actually, so far, is reminding me of all those Japanese novels, uh, the Haruki Murakami novels I've been reading. His, I would say, is magical realism because... There's like magic in every single story. Yeah. But I would I never even thought that they were considered magic stories because it's these kind of themes. So maybe we do write magical realism a little bit just because some of the fantastical elements we might put into our work. I mean, this seems like it's kind of that's the deal. Yeah. I always thought magical realism was just kind of like you said, urban fantasy. But we're wrong. As always. We're yeah, dead we're, wrong. What else is new? We are fucking wrong. 
Anyway, experiment with time. Time is not always linear and magical realism. There can be great shifts in the narrative timeline. A single moment can be made to feel like a hundred years or vice versa. The story could jump around without the use of flashbacks or flash forwards. Characters do not necessarily time travel, though that can be an element of magical realism, but their stories do not have to be told on a single timeline. So get your Quentin Tarantino on, people. Yeah. Switch that timeline all around. Maybe fucking Endgame and just have everything everywhere, right? Yeah. You know, I didn't watch that. I might go uh, Saturday morning. Ooh. That'll probably be a good time. You won't probably have a lot of people there to... Well, it's free comic book day, too, so maybe everybody will be... Oh, doing that, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, that was it. That's all. No article. I guess, oh. I guess we go home. 16 minutes in. 10 minutes of filler. <laughs> 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 oh, hold on. We actually have some author info on this one. Maria Magher has been working as a professional writer since 2001. She has worked as an ESL teacher, a freshman comp- composition teacher, and an education reporter. Writing for regional newspapers and online publications, she has written about parenting for Pampers and other websites. She has a master's degree in English and creative writing. And I do not see any Twitter information. Why don't these people put their goddamn Twitter information on these articles? I feel like that is the move to get some people to follow you. You'd think. I mean, that's what I did anytime what, I ever did freelance work. That's what the, the kids use nowadays is the Twitter, right? Yeah, they love the old uh, Twitter. Um, one of our writers started a hashtag game for DPW, so oh. I don't know if you want to jump aboard that. I did earlier. I'm not good at that stuff. No. I'm not good at caring about, like, the random bullshit people talk about on Twitter. Like, for instance, um, you follow mostly more well-known creators, but I follow a lot of indie writers and stuff, and sometimes the stuff they post is just like, hey, what's your favorite kind of socks to wear while writing? The fuck cares? Like you're, just, but the thing is, they have like five hundred comments yeah. and five thousand fucking retweets. And I'm like, who gives a shit though? Well, the thing now even is, at least with me, like I hardly find myself using Twitter that much because most of the people I followed on Twitter, I just went over and followed them on Instagram because like a lot of like you said, like the more famous people I, I follow, like that's where like, they post their stuff. Yeah, you know, like artists and stuff like that. So like I found like. Even on Twitter, it would be a link to their Instagram. So I was like, I should just get Instagram and follow these guys on Instagram. Twitter's cool because you get things like uh, Stephen King or Joe Hill sharing like their personal views, if that's the kind of thing you're into. And uh, Instagram, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can. Like Joe Rogan always does. He shares personal things. But you always have to have a picture and stuff to accompany it. Again, Instagram's another one. I like going on there and checking out like, usually just famous people most of the normal people i don't give a shit about because they're just not posting anything interesting and i wanted to create like an author profile on there but it's almost like i had the problem i have with my twitter account i just don't feel like maintaining it all the time like you have to be consistent you know what you need to do you just need to have start you know like try to start a writing profile but just post nothing but yoga but uh, photos see if that gets you anything going because apparently that's all you need for the instagram what i kind of thought about was i'll come up with a normal like handle like a writer handle but then i'm just gonna be immediately like picture of a skank yoga butts all that's all i'm gonna post and then once i get a couple million followers well see that's the problem i feel like i don't make a lot of money off of that but just say i didn't just for shits and giggles even just five thousand followers okay we're we're aiming low yeah low hanging fruit here as soon as i get a certain amount of followers i'm just gonna delete all the pictures 
and just flip that shit and make my regular yeah. profile just hit the Caleb and just hurry up post a bunch of normal stuff. And then everybody, like, I don't remember following this guy, <laughs> which I don't know if you know, but pages on Facebook do that all the time because I'll be following like a music page and then all of a sudden I'm following like fucking Backdoor Sluts 5 or something. I'm like, when did I start following Backdoor Sluts 5? But I always find I end up liking the content anyway, so I don't <laughs> unfollow. But but that's not the point. It's like, I know I definitely didn't like this page. Yeah. And I'll look through it and I'll be like, when did they change? I don't understand. Like, right now I'm following Black Twitter. And I definitely didn't follow Black Twitter on, uh, it was Black. on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember... Uh, these memes are wonderful though, so I'm going to keep it. But I just don't remember liking this. Like it wasn't something I searched out, so I don't I don't know how that happens. But I think it's just it's a different profile, and at some point they sell it to somebody, and that person just changes everything. What are you doing with that alcohol, Mindy? You are doing a lot of stuff. It's rubbing alcohol, so she's getting it in. <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking around. You gonna use a Tupperware container again? Other than her memory, it's all, <laughs> yeah. it's all that fake weed. Yeah. <laughs> Turn into a beatnik. <laughs> we need to bring that term back. Beatnik? Yeah. Okay. Because hipst- hippie is not really funny anymore because hipster became the new hippie. But hipsters aren't hippies. They're just douches, I feel right? Like, I feel like, yeah, it's funny. A couple years ago, uh, me and my buddy, we were going to pick his girlfriend up from work. And like they had like her, um, her little niece, she was like maybe like 13 or 14 at the time. She was like... Spending the night, she was like spending time with him and stuff like that. And we were there sitting outside of the restaurant that she was working with for her to come out. And we got into this conversation because she didn't know the difference between hipsty, hip, hippie and hipster. She thought they were the same thing. And they're not the same. They're thing. not the same. If thing. anything, hipster is kind of the evolution of a beatnik. Because beatniks, I feel like, were kind of the counterculture want to be cool too cool for school guys yeah. and the hippies were just yeah, like yeah. i want to smoke and have sex with and have you know just be free yeah. but the, the beatniks were more hipsters of the day but depending on the hipster they do just very similar i think that's what got her confused was the wardrobe and not the modern the, hippie hipster wardrobe yeah, yeah and not the philosophy quote-unquote philosophy of the two separate things well i'm gonna give you a little advice you could tell your friend this is how you can tell the difference this is how you spot the difference between a hipster and a hippie one most obvious the smell yes the smell way different two the manicured nature of the beard yep if it's a scraggly shit beard hippie yeah way too manicured fucking you know Poorly mustache yeah that's a hipster man bun hip hipster long hair hippie especially balding on top even better yes hippie flannel oh that's hipster yeah I mean, which basically a hipster is just the lumberjack that doesn't do the work and is not nearly as man. It's like if you had like the manliest lumberjack, but then it turned out he was just like a like a little Nancy. He didn't do any lumberjacking. He just he jacked no lumber. He didn't jack any lumber. Um, I do see. Here's something that we don't talk about in this country. I feel like this is the the big hot topic that maybe we should bring up. Okay, Canadians. Yeah. Why can't they? Start calling out for cultural appropriation. Because we stole their whole lumberjacking shit with these hipsters now. Because oh, think so of it, Canadians were the lumberjacks. I thought you were going to go with being the really like super nice and polite. I was going to be like, that's that's not... We're not jacking yeah, that no, at all. we haven't done that at all. If anything, we did the opposite. We're actually well, making Canadians meaner. 
And it's late because the com- the Canadians are so nice that they don't care that we just, you know, jacked all their lumber. See, that's it. Canadians didn't cause any problems with anybody. And then we just jacked all their stuff. Maple syrup, hockey. Like, hockey's kind of becoming popular. I, I don't know what the fuck else Canadians do. They eat those really thick pieces of ham they call bacon. That's not bacon. That's a piece of ham. That is a whole fucking ham ass. That is not a piece of bacon. Like, when I went to Canada, I got bacon for breakfast, and I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, they fucked up my order, man. They just yeah. gave me this big slap of ham. I don't want this. And they're like, that's bacon, eh? I was like, oh. And, I was, and when I was in Toronto, there was a lot of French people there. Yeah, but yeah, it's like uh, British yeah. Columbia and all that. Yeah, like, well, British Columbia. Uh, is British Columbia a lot of French people? Well, I Ontario. Just think- this is, I, I, sorry to the fucking three Canadians that listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget. Like, Montreal, I think, is yeah. super... Uh, French, right? There's like one, one part of Canada who are like really French, and they dislike you if you don't want to speak French. Which probably like Ottawa or I don't fucking know. I don't I don't go to Canada because it's cold. Like I don't like the cold, and also now you have to have a passport. Yeah. Back when I went to Canada, you didn't have to have a passport. I didn't even get to go to Canada. Well, you suck. I do. You I probably got to go to like Hershey or something. Yeah, I didn't get to go to Canada. I didn't get to go to SeaWorld. I didn't get to do any of that. Did shit. you get to go to DC? We went to DC. That wasn't a good trip. No. Because uh, there's just so many bums. Yeah. No, Toronto. That was the trip. You know what? You know what I remember from DC? I remember seeing some kind of like really shitty play. And I remember buying fake Oakleys off the like off the. I did the same <laughs> exact thing. I had fucking dumb fake Oakleys, and they were I like, think "I knew they were fake." Oh yeah, but <laughs> like, you're like, dude, they're only ten bucks. <laughs> I know, like, I know they're fake, but. Demario was so upset because for a whole year I just bragged about how awesome Canada was and all the shit we did and like all the illegal shit we got to do because we were just like going to places that clearly we were like too young to go to, but they didn't give a shit. Well, he, you know, he's in your grade, one yeah. year below us. And he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go to Canada. And they're like, we're going to Hershey. And he's like, what the fuck? Her- like, what the fuck is in Hershey? Who wants to go to Hershey? Even the name Hershey. I didn't even go. I just took I just took uh, school off for like those three or four days. I just, I didn't go. Yeah, that was probably a good idea. I like just slept in. Uh, should we whip this back around to magic? Yeah, we, yeah, let's do that real quick. You think we should maybe write like a magic flash fiction or something for the site? Magic, real, realistic magic story, or just a normal, just <laughs> if you want to even go into more of the fancy. I think I mean, if you want to test your hand in fantasy, we could. I'd maybe go open first, <laughs> get a feel for it, and then because, like I said, I think my skill set is more equipped for the urban fancy kind kind of setting than full blown like mm. Lord of the Rings. Right. Kinda. Well, yeah, that's too much. But if we do, like, say, the magical realism, all you have to do is, say, write a short story or flash fiction and just have one magical element. Say, um, I don't know, you live in a fucking house, you know, like a lonely divorced wife or something lives in the house. Well, and if she goes to the refrigerator at 2 a.m., it transports her to a fucking new world or something. Well, I mean, even, like, just think about it, um, like, you get a lot of that kind of stuff in, uh, like, at the comic book show, like, you got characters like Constantine yeah. and stuff like that who deal with different... Now, granted, that could... is Might be a little bit more harder it's, than it's, magic realism. Yeah, because you, like, it, it deals more with, like, demons normally and stuff like that, but he uses magic to fight and go against these, like, demons and stuff like that, so... 
I'd say it'd kind of fall into that. Maybe like maybe like a horror horror magic. I'd be down for that. Horror magic, magic horror. Um, magic horror fantasy, urban horror, urban fantasy magic. You're just saying words. Yeah, you're just saying fucking words. Saying things until you interrupt me. I think a realistic horror magic story would be right there up our alley. Um, what would you be your uh, magic element? We could use your cannibal story just as, as an example. Got a butcher, kills some people. Well, what if the people that he kills and he feeds them all of a sudden, like that one idea that we read earlier, they can, like, maybe they get the homeless guy's memory. Uh, yeah. That would be a twist. I'm not saying you have to do that in your story, but just saying, like, something like that. A cannibal who eats his victims and gains their knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should probably test that out. I think our fiction would definitely improve if we added some magical elements because it wouldn't be as boring. Yeah. That's what people like. I would say like an American Gods was, I mean, it was a little more fantasy than, you know, re- magic realism, but it was yeah, definitely magic elements. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Hmm. I mean, even like that's the, I mean, we, we always talk about them, but like Stephen King, there was always. Well, see, that's the thing. Are you confusing magic with super, uh. Like, um... Oh, no, like, the Dark Tower series has, like, a lot magic. of... Yeah, and different... Now, granted, you're also going, like, there's different realms and world. Like, that really has a little bit of everything thrown into it. I'd be interested to see where the line for magic and supernatural is. Like, where, where once you cross it, you're into just magic realm. That probably just depends on the story that you're writing. I suppose it does. And you could always have a magic story that has, like, a horror scene in it. But it does, like, the whole thing doesn't have to be, you know, horror-ish. Like, it doesn't... Right. I'm going to start that House of Leaves this month, so I'm interested to see if that has magic in it. I'm trying to think what our... Have we decided what we want to do for the next book of the month book? I don't think... I don't believe we talked about it. I was going to put something out today, but I remember you saying maybe read uh, Polly Cooley's Into the Black series, like oh, the first one. We would, Yeah, we were kicking that around. Maybe do that in late June? Make it for the book of July, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Because I have some stuff I'm going to be reading before that. It's going to take a while. What are you reading? Oh, I thought I was going to start that House of Leaves. That's oh, like, okay. You ever seen how fat that book was? Oh, is that that thing you showed me? Yeah, with all the fucking crazy stuff in it. I think if you read that book from start to finish, you will open up a wormhole to somewhere. I'm hoping so. Because just the way that that... You need to... uh When you get started into that, that you need... That'll help you. You tweet out some pictures and Instagram, some just other pages of something that you've read that took you 15 minutes to read on that page. <laughs> I feel like that if I read that book and it opens up a wormhole, it's just going to take me to like fucking Greenbow, Alabama or somewhere mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Like some fucking like Little <laughs> Rock, Arkansas. You'd have, to, you'd have to read the whole thing again to get back. Yeah, but like, oh God. Like it's going to send me to fucking Cincinnati or something. Like eh, mm-hmm. Buffalo. Like, oh man. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. If Antonio Brown... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Showed us anything. It's nobody wants to go to Buffalo. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. We'd rather go to Oakland. It's like you get all the shitty weather of New York City, but you don't get any of the cool stuff. No. <laughs> like I, I've been through Buffalo, and I just remember I was like, "Hey, I think that was a barn-looking restaurant." And then I was just like, "That was it." I don't remember anything else from the trip. What else have we got going on? When are we gonna go to Philly? I can't. Mm. People keep going to like what Christina just drove yeah. to Philly for a day. 
I can't That's say, a four-hour drive. I would say that would be the thing with say, would you want to drive to Philly or would you want to fly to Philly? Well, I've been in the Philadelphia airport, and I didn't like that at all. You've been talking about hating that for a long time. The Pittsburgh airport was so nice, and this was the first time I ever flew, so I never even... Like, I've been in... uh, No, I'd never been into, like, a real airport before that, so I was just assumed, like, that's what airports look like. Then we got to Philly for the layover, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, they can look like this, too. And I looked out the window, I was like, yeah, this fits that city. Mm -hmm. See, yeah, I've I've never flown before. I've I've never flown anywhere. I've been to airports before, but I, me myself haven't ever haven't ever flown. Have you ever been to like a dentist who didn't change the decor since like the mid eighties? No. That's like Philadelphia Airport. Oh, yeah. The same scent too. <laughs> like they didn't wash it. Like that faded weird plaid. I don't I don't like it. No offense, Philadelphia, because I didn't explore your city, but I didn't like your airport, and I didn't like any of the people I met there, and I stupidly had a Steelers hoodie I got from work on. Uh, I don't even fucking watch football anymore, but I just it was a comfortable hoodie. It was not too hot, not too cold, so I was like, I'll just wear this, and I didn't even think just that- Just wanted to be comfortable on the flight. Yeah, and I didn't even think about the fact that we were doing a layover in Philadelphia, so we, we, know, we get an airport and stuff, get off. And now I'm getting these looks. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, of course, when we're getting back on, it was like an hour layover, and we're getting on the flight again. The fucking the people that work there, the stewards, everyone's like, like they always had some stupid shit to say. And I was like, and, lady, I don't give a fuck. I'll, t- I'll give you this, and you can burn it. I don't care. And it, it's not even like you're in two different, like, you know, yeah. sections of the league. And it's not like you were wearing, like, a Cowboys jersey or something. Somebody that's. That they play regularly twice a year. That you know that I could give you a you know giving you a shitty look. It's for. so stupid. It's the same fucking state. It's like boo Pittsburgh. It's like you're four hours away. Boo you. You got the same <laughs> shitty weather we do. Like shut up. I it fucking stinks. Everyone was talking about Philly steak, fucking cheese hoagies. And by the way, I hate. I I like almost every kind of food in the world. I hate Philly steak and cheese hoagies or whatever. Philly cheesesteak. Like, I just don't like it. See, now, you you see, you see started this by asking when we're going to go to Philly, and it just seems like you really don't want to go I to don't want to go at all, but I feel like we should, like, that's the major city in Pennsylvania that we haven't been to, because, well, I've never been to Harrisburg, but is that a big city? I don't know. We went to Altoona, I've been to Erie, I've been fucking everywhere else. I feel like we got to go to Philly once. I mean, I'm down for it, I guess, you know? And the fucking air was, like, gray. It was sunny, but everything was gray. And the water looked brown. And I never well, seen... Well, well they, they say it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's not. Coming from somebody who's been, you know, living in the Pittsburgh area for my whole life, I thought I was used to just fucking, like, retarded-looking white people. <laughs> and I use that word as the most literal translation because these people are retarded of intellect. Like, their intellect is... Not mentally challenged, like they're just stupid. Dumb. They're just yeah, dumb. like that's the kind of people I'm used to dealing with. A bunch of mouth breathers. And then I went to Philadelphia, and I was like, "Man, people in Pittsburgh sure are smart." Like, <laughs> it's oh, and I wasn't even there long. We didn't even talk to that many people. Didn't like it. Hmm. Never will. Probably never want to go there again. But we should do a con there. They, they, I've seen like they're supposed to have like good. The good cons in that city, like mm-hmm. you no, know, they normally have a wizard ward there. I think there was like a um, like the Greater Philadelphia. Like I like I've seen different 
It was what uh, it's supposed to look like decent cons, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go there. I- I'm 100% sure everybody that we meet is not going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just that general area. I mean, if we could fucking go to Cleveland twice. Yeah, I didn't Everyone was nice there. Yeah. It surprised me because everything I ever heard about Cleveland sucked. And when you brought up your Pittsburgh, they're just like, oh, cool. Like, I thought they would hate you because you're from Pittsburgh. But the- yeah, even remember whenever I was, uh, I got to, uh, the second year, whenever, uh, Victor Danver Jr. Yeah, did a did- stupid Ohio chant. Well, or he, no, he did the, um, he and that one other guy, they were doing, like, a team-up thing. And, like, there was a question, and each question they brought somebody up. Oh, yeah. And they, they I, I got to come up for that, for that one. And I mentioned how I was from, you know, I wasn't from around here. I was from Pittsburgh. And, you know, I... No, like, booze or, like, you know, no fuck yous or anything like that. See, they, they, they gave me shit in Philadelphia, and that was, like, the airport staff. So I'm just thinking, is the general Philadelphian just a douche? But, it, they, I mean, everything from sports and TV and movies have told me that they are. Not, I'm sure, well, you know what? I'm not trying to judge you, Philadelphia, but I've seen a travel show. It was, uh... It wasn't Guy Fieri, but it was one of those fucking things. Going and eating oh, stuff think, and, yeah, like, yeah. around the country. And uh, I think it might have been Anthony Bourdain, actually. And it was in Philly. Everyone there was a fucking douche. Like every restaurant he went to, there's like they took pride in being assholes. Well, and this is me being to neither place. I always kind of looked at Philly as like a lower class Boston. Mm. Dude, I 100% see that because I've never been to Boston either. Don't hear good things. <laughs> a lot of uh, I think it's just the same quality. Too you get too many white people in a place with shitty weather. And the city's too big. You just get that weird mix, and it just creates douchebags, I think. Because what what big city do you know that people aren't douchebags? Because there's a lot of douchebags in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's not even that big of a city. Uh, I've never been to Chicago. I never really got an interest. I don't want to go there. So we'll go to Chicago Con next, too. Yeah. That's, like, well, that's a longer the, drive. Uh, the big one there is that C2E2. Like, that's a big yeah, that's but a big. I, That one, I don't see us being able quite at the... At the point of being able to get press passes for that one. I mean, we could always try, but... I feel like uh, Chicago's one of the few places in the country where I don't think I would feel safe. Not that I feel safe anywhere, but I'm just saying, like, out of all the places where you're going to get robbed or shot, Chicago's definitely up there. I don't know where they hold Mm -hmm. the event, but, you know, you always hear about, like, the south side of Chicago is just constant crime. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to actually walk, like we did in Cleveland, just walk around the city. I don't know if I'd be comfortable. Then again, Cleveland apparently has a pretty bad, violent rap, too, and I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. But, uh, Cleveland. We were in one very, like, small section at Cleveland, though, too. I thought that was all of Cleveland. Uh, (laughs) I mean, the city didn't seem very big for, like, we were in the hub of it, right? That was, like, the stadium and everything else. Yeah, I guess we were over at the stadium. Yeah, because uh, we drive through Cleveland. Like, yeah, we, we, we went the see. other way out. It, everything, it just like ended. That was the end of Cleveland. Yeah. We're to somewhere else. Maybe I just I didn't realize that was. I don't think it's that big of a It's like, I think it might be smaller in Pittsburgh. I'm not sure. Or like more spread out, but only like the, there's only like three big buildings. <laughs> it's got to be small. Yeah, well, there's three big buildings and there were our hotel <laughs> and the, like one across the street. <laughs> Sorry, Cleveland. You just ain't cutting it. Well, but, I mean. Yeah, all right, time. Uh, yeah, well, I did not. I had a good time there, both 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 trips. Other than trying to find breakfast, dude, that fucking sucked. I did not know Cleveland didn't have breakfast <laughs> on a Sunday. 
How come our hotel that was so expensive didn't have complimentary breakfast? Yeah, the continental was, breakfast. The one we went to first, the first year had yeah had a breakfast, and it was good. It was good breakfast. That was good food. It was quality. I don't even remember what was the, oh the the Drury. Yeah, the Drury. Drury. D r u r y. Drury. That was a nice hotel. Yeah, I like that one. I just wanted one that was connected to the events, so we didn't have to leave all the time. Yeah, We'd go walking through the rainy. Because the fucking march in Cleveland's not a good time to go. It's like march in Pittsburgh. It's shitty. It is quite shitastic. I wish Erie had a con that we can go to. I remember one year whenever we went to the Altoona con, they, I saw an ad for an Erie con. I don't know if it's I don't still, think it was that big, though. It no, wasn't like it was, a, yeah, it was probably like a smaller. Yeah, I'm not driving a three hour, three and a half hours away to go to something, you know, like a little rinky-dink local con. I want some big, fat, Whoa. juicy con. Altoona, though, is kind of, uh, it's on the rinkier side. Yeah, but it's two two floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. It's a bigger, I mean, it's the only sci-fi con, too, around. Yeah, I mean, it's that sci-fi name. I think what we're gonna have to do here in the, uh, next year, maybe not this coming year, we've got cons booked, but maybe the following year, actually start flying to, like... Yeah, I was gonna say, how how how. We'll have to see how much you... tickets, but yeah. I mean, it, it just depends how much it costs. Because you figure, at least Wizard World-wise, we should be able to get into any, sh- you know... Yeah, we can do any of those. Do your thing. You alright? She's like I having... think she was trying some of that CBD. You been doing some of that CBD? You feeling relaxed and your joints not inflamed? I don't like it. I don't like you being nice and not cranky. Not used to it. Not used to it? I gave myself a pedicure. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. Is Caleb next? I will do his toes. You, you want to get him? You touch those? Yeah. I do you see I, the socks I'm wearing? I, 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 I mean, I would, I would just assume that like any formal cut guy feet and they're just half smushed and toes are tied together like bow knots. <laughs> I have her pull my toes and they fucking pop like, uh, like the fucking, I don't know, like the sound of like a backing up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think what those like the potty shoes yeah. that New Year's when you're... Exactly. It's like a fucking busted up muffler just backfiring. How's that feel? It feels amazing. <laughs> I literally it cracks and it just shoots up my body and I get like this sense of euphoria that just shoots through me. This is better than coming. It is better than coming. And you know why? Because I spent so many years just on my feet with improper shoes. <laughs> <laughs> walking on hard concrete. Still doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might have upgraded your quality of shoe, but... I got better shoes, and the, uh... I'm not pushing fucking buggies anymore. Just water now. Water. Beer. But you know what? It's not nearly as grueling. I, I'd rather carry 500 pounds of fucking alcoholic beverages up 50 flights of stairs than just go back to Walmart for like uh. a week and just do that. Like, that was terrible. That literally broke every part of my back. Yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised we don't got the scoliosis. But anyway, let's try in this one. So you got, because you got a fucking other podcast to do. Because yeah. you're Mr. Fucking High-End Roller now, just shooting around town doing podcasts okay. all willy-nilly. All willy-nilly. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the Pittsburgh Comics Podcast. Shoot on over there, folks, if you want some great comic talk. I don't go to that one because I am not allowed. You're allowed. I didn't wear pants the last time. I, no. <laughs> nah, maybe one of these days I'll go. Maybe when I actually seen the movies and stuff you guys talk about before you yeah. talk about it. That's the problem. You guys are right up to date on everything. And I'm like always a week to a month late. 
Yeah. Well, we got to get on it, man. I fucking got stuff to do. I it's have part a... Of, it's, it's, it's part of the lifestyle. Well, you know what? You take over editing duties uh, for a fucking month, and I'll... You help, how bad do you want the quality to go down? Let's at least get some fans first, so <laughs> yeah. then we'll worry about the quality. All right, you people have a lovely day. We will see you next time. Bye.